Welcome everyone to Game Ball Podcast. I am your host, Tom Schuster. Joining me tonight are Mark Myers and Jenny Aquino. Tonight we'll be discussing live streaming and all that goes into it. And after that, we're going to review our retro roulette game, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Sega Genesis. But before we get to all of that, what have you guys been playing? Jen, you missed a week. Yeah, so I did. Let's start with you. <laughs> so, uh... Since the episode that I missed, I've been playing a lot of the same things you guys have been hearing me say I've been playing. Um, well, actually, I have I have a few I have a few new things, but mostly I've been playing Dead by Daylight, um, which a lot of which has been on stream, and then Phasmophobia as well. Um, so nothing really new there to report. Phasmophobia is launching a new update to make playing at the professional level exponentially more difficult. So that should get interesting. Apparently now ghosts can actually open doors and search for you. Oh, so it's is, like the movie? Yeah, more terrifying than <laughs> ever. <laughs> Among other things. So, Oh, and they're adding a new map. They're adding an apartment, if you knew that, Mark. But mm. it should be interesting. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And then I've been playing Stardew Valley. I stumbled across Nexus mods, and now I have 24 mods in my game. <laughs> um, I went down a, a rabbit hole one night, and did some research and I have so many mods. It's crazy, but I love it. It's so much better. I have a mod that like mutes the colors of Stardew. So it's so much better than like the super bright colors that Stardew usually has. So I don't know if I can ever go back to it, but we'll see. <laughs> Can't ever um, play it on console again. Yeah. And then um, my sister-in-law Christine was here. So we played a lot of Mario Kart and Mario Party. So that was really fun. I had actually never played Mario Party before. Honestly, I don't know that I ever have either. I thought like, I that I had. No. No, you don't like it? No, meaning I, you guys not played it. I know. <laughs> You're the Nintendo people. I know. I thought that I had played it, and then she booted it up, and I'm like, I've literally never played this before. Well, there's there's like 11 of them, so oh, it's okay. possible you played one of them. That's true. Okay. Then that makes me feel a little bit less crazy. You probably played the N64 one. Yeah, that's true. Because we played on her Switch. She had a Switch, and I have one, obviously, so. Ah, so the worst Mario Party. We were switching together. <laughs> which, which is... Which is not a high bar. No. <laughs> I just want to say I hate Princess Peach after Mario Party. She stole all my stars. Oh. And then she won by default because she was in last place. And she got a bonus because she was in last place. Ah. And before that had stolen my star. I want to slap that bitch. Ah, Mario Party <laughs> bullshit. <Yes. laughs> I was so angry at her. So yeah, Peach Honestly, is not fooling with me anymore. Mario Party is... <laughs> Mario Party with that kind of stuff is worse than Mario Kart by yeah. far. Oh yeah. It was infuriating. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I'm team Rosalina all the way. Just saying you yeah. can at me if you want. <laughs> you gotta uh, go wild Luigi. Yeah. Luigi. Uh, yeah. He was actually, you can get a, um, like an ally in that game. If you pick up the right token or prize, whatever. So he, he made, made an appearance. Waluigi. Nice. Um, but I think that's it. I, I couldn't think of anything else. I feel like I'm missing something, but I can't remember. And obviously, aside from Sonic, but I think that's it for me. Cool. Mark? Yeah, so uh, uh, does it count if I thought really hard about playing Hitman, but didn't have any time <laughs> to play Hitman? How hard Mental, did you think you, meant, you mentally oh, well. played Hitman. Yes, I, I really wanted to play it, but I didn't get around to playing it. Um... <laughs> Really, outside of, of going through um, uh, Tales of Berseria a little bit more, which I love that dressing up in those games. It's the it's the funniest thing because it lets it go into cutscenes and your characters just look dumb and they're doing <laughs> these really serious scenes with these villains and it's just it's 
uh, Tales games their own special brand of RPG um, <laughs> that are just amazing. Um, yes, but I can see why Jonathan liked this one, you know, a lot more. Um, it's a it's a lot less, you know, uh, hero saving the world story. Um, so uh, it's a it's a it, it's you know a little bit more of a revenge tale. Um, so it's a you know not a well worn story. That's uh, good. So I, I like that. And um, you know when I only get an hour to play things, I'll play some NBA 2K one. Uh, how how are you enjoying EA Play on Xbox Game Pass? Um, I I am the dumb one that since my EA Play thing, um, I don't have to pay for it separately anymore. Um, I went and got Origin on the PC uh, <laughs> for that same amount of money. Um, well, actually a little more money because if you upgrade to the next tier, you can play everything as soon as it comes out. Um, like the full game, you don't have to wait six months. No, well, that's, so, I mean, I, I think that's probably worth it. Yeah. I bought it during the summer. Um, you know, when I have a little more income disposable, um, and I bought the yearly, um, for it. So it'll renew when I have money. Uh, so makes it nice, but I got all the sports games. Like I play Madden and FIFA and all on the PC. Um, so awesome. the only thing I have to go back to Xbox for is, uh, NHL for some reason. Is is only on the Xbox. Um, I don't know why, but uh, so yeah. So basically, my sports game has been NBA 2K because it it's a really well done sports game. Um, it you know even when it frustrates you, like there's times I get down a lot, but then if I just keep playing well, you know I come back. It's not one of those where the computer just all become all of a sudden becomes in you know a, the greatest team of all time. Um, no matter how good their skills are, um, if you're the better skilled team, you can eventually chip away. Um, so that's why I like about it. You know, it's not all those things with the hockey when it was like, oh, they cheat it and you hit reset. Um, <laughs> I used to do that. I used to do that with Madden. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I've been playing that and, uh, uh, just loading up Fuser. Um, they had a couple new songs come out. Um, so I've been adding that. They, uh, uh, what was the best one they've had? Well, they, uh, Mr. Brightside came on oh nice uh so that's been fun to play around with um and then they had um uh, uh what's the name um the uh murder she wrote that uh that like uh reggae song murder and that. She wrote. yeah that song okay. came out that's real fun to play with uh there's a couple others um so i've been doing that but yeah i really want to play hitman but i just got you know busy and then you know doing some things for stranger damies and work dinners and things like that. And <laughs> you were busy. just didn't have time, but I really want to play it <laughs> because it's, some people say it's great. And some people say that they went too far in the story. Um, and it's not as, as goofy, but then you hear the dumb things where, um, this, uh, one person killed both targets while they were talking to each other by shooting a propane tank that was sitting next to them <laughs> and just walked away. Like nobody knew what happened. Um, so that's the fun stuff I love. Um, yeah, yeah, that's about it. That's about all I got. Um, probably going to have some more coming up next week as I get a little more, a little more time, but it looks like it's just going to be those games and just sprinkle in Hitman. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah. So I've continued my Kingdom Hearts 1.5, uh, HD remix playthrough. That's the full title. Yeah. So, so question for you before you dive in, Tom. Okay. To settle a thing, and we may have already spoken about this, but I'd love to bring it up every time you bring up Kingdom Hearts. 
is Donald the strongest sorcerer in the Final Fantasy universe? Yes, it, canon, he's the strongest sorcerer in <laughs> Square Enix games. It is Got canon. It. Okay, that's settled. That's funny. I forget I forget where they figured that out, but there's there's a it's, point it, where it's he, in Kingdom Hearts three. He casts like the biggest spell ever created yeah. on a um, Square Enix game. Yeah, and he basically he basically he saves saves the the entire multiverse or whatever. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. So it's funny that Donald Duck is the strongest wizard slash sorcerer in Square Enix, which, which is hilarious <laughs> because in Kingdom Hearts one he sucks. That's like, what I was gonna say. I remember him not being great. So no, he funny. sucks. You're like he <laughs> dies all all the time, all the time, and you're, you're you're constantly trying to get him back up because he's supposed to be the healer, but yeah. you're he's not. You are. You're the healer. <laughs> you're the healer. Um, but I just got through the worst part of the game, which was the Little Mermaid. Okay. Hmm. Why? Why is the Little because Mermaid? Because it's water levels, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. Yeah. Also, and also, when also, I was watching playthroughs of that, I got confused. <laughs> and I'm usually pretty good at knowing direction. No, it all looks the same. And it, there's like no definitive way to go to get to places. And that, like there's nobody telling you where to go or anything. It It's just a not not a good area. Plus, the boss fight is total bullshit. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where if you don't have enough ethers, you can't win. Because to damage her, you need to do... Um, you need to do magic to, you have to attack her cauldron with magic. And if you don't have enough, uh, MP after a certain point, you can't damage her anymore because you can't hit the cauldron with magic. So, and the AI doesn't, doesn't try to hit the, hit the thing. They're constantly just trying to hit her, which does nothing. So you're kind of screwed. Like if you don't have like six ethers on your character, you cannot win. Wait, so you have to fight the little mermaid? No, you're fighting Ursula. I was going to say, I'm like, what kind of game is this? No, 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 no. No, she's Ariel's with you. Okay, that's what I was hoping for. Okay, I'm on board again. Yeah. Uh, And she's like, she says the same thing over and over and over again, like a a PS2 game would. And she has this annoying laugh. Anybody that's played Kingdom Hearts knows exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, So they know my pain that that I went through to get through that. But... I got through the worst part and got to the best part, which is Halloween Town, which is by far the best level in the game. Personally, personally, just because they um, I like the way Kingdom Hearts, they they take the characters and they put them in that world. Mm -hmm. Like in Kingdom Hearts three, they make you toys in the Toy Story land. So in this, they make you like monsters and stuff when you go to Halloween Town, which uh, I really enjoy. But Jen, you really need to play Kingdom Hearts. You would love, <laughs> you would love Kingdom Hearts. It's I like, played it in college, but not like didn't get anywhere close to the finishing the game. But I remember bits and pieces, and I remember being fascinated by it and in love with it. And what was the song? Michelle was just saying she was listening to it. What's like the I, the big song from Kingdom Hearts? Oh, oh, the the main theme. Yeah, I had I, I had that song name. like on a CD back in the day. I would listen to it all the time. I was into yeah, it. Yeah, I, I need to look it up because it's going to bother me now. Uh, bu- 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 yeah, I can't believe I forgot. Dearly Beloved? No, everyone's yelling at, at me right everyone's now. Everyone's yelling at like, why don't you know this? I can't remember the name. <laughs> it's so. like, wait, 
Yeah, Jen, you gotta look it up now. <laughs> Simple and clean. Simple and clean. There you go. Sorry, there it is. That was my song. <laughs> that was, was Jen's gonna, jam back in the day. I was just gonna make fun of you for what you were, how you were gonna search it. Oh yeah, like, I actually typed because I was thinking I typed Kingdom Hearts at first, and then I'm like, what is the song? And then I forgot I didn't type song. <laughs> that wouldn't have, wouldn't have worked. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's like one of my coworkers is the worst Googler ever. <laughs> Like, they don't know how to be specific enough to get what they're looking for. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. So, yeah. Uh, I'm almost are, done with the game, if I remember correctly. Are you going to play through all of them, Tom? Uh, I haven't decided. I After I finish one, I want to play uh, Birth by Sleep, because I've never played Birth by Sleep. And then you're going to that... play uh, 270 over 20? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can actually play it in that collection i think you i think it's actually just like a movie like they just show you all the cutscenes. okay um but that's, that's why i'm glad my favorite replayable game is at most three hours for me yeah well i mean i don't i think i'm 10 or 12 hours into kingdom hearts so and I, i'm almost done there's not much left like i have to do halloween town and then i think you gotta i have to go i don't remember is beauty and the beast this one or two? I can't remember. Yeah. There's at least one other level I have to do after that, which is like where you fight Ansem and all that other crap. Okay. So I'm, yeah. I'm almost I, done. I gave up on watching a streamer because he started fighting with his chat. Oh. oh not that's... not because they were backseating too much oh. with him. So that's annoying. Yeah. It just got, it was like half the time he's yelling at his chat. <laughs> so I, I think the last thing I saw might have been, is Hades in one? Yes, Hades is in two. Or two, okay, okay. Hades, Hades, Hades is in two, and that's where the tournaments are. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's uh, because why could I play two, not one? Then the but dude, anyway. from, the dude, the dude from uh, Final Fantasy X is is in Hades. Um, Aaron. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, walk it, walk it. Damn it. King Hearts one. Oh, I was and, you didn't hear okay. That. Yeah, so. I, I watched both of them then. Okay. Maybe maybe it was a speed run I saw. Because Cloud and Hercules is in one, right? Yes. Cloud and Hercules are in one. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's my knowledge of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Again, I think you guys would like Kingdom Hearts. Because it's not... It's like... Go it's goofy and fun. And it's challenging at the same time. So I, I feel like you'd enjoy it. Yeah, I'm one of those and that it's probably won't play it. But I don't make fun of people that do play it. I appreciate that, Mark. <laughs> I would make fun of the game, like some of the ridiculousness, but that's all video games. Like, but, like yeah. I have my characters in Tales of Berseria wearing cowboy hats and sunglasses in the middle of dramatic <laughs> cutscenes. So, you know, well, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Um, like I said, it's fine. Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> King Kingdom Hearts One is really good to me just for the main fact that it still makes sense at the time. Like it in Kingdom Hearts Two, everything just goes crazy and you there's like no telling which way it's going to go and where the story's going because if you play kingdom hearts 2 you're immediately starting the game as another character I, i'm i'm going to spoil a 15 20 year old oh, no. game <laughs> you play as a different character in the beginning it's kind of like a bait and switch kind of like metal gear solid 2 was uh but you don't play as that character the whole time but you play a good amount as Roxas. And then all of a sudden you never see Roxas until way later. And then in Kingdom Hearts 3. So 
Kingdom Hearts one, I think still holds a, the, a big place in my heart just because it made sense. It was its own story. It didn't go crazy yet. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing that and Sonic and Suikoden. Also, if you haven't watched our, my Suikoden playthrough, it's now on YouTube, uh, parts one through five. So feel free to go check that out. Okay. Um, a lot, a lot of stuff has been happening in the past few weeks. So Jen, do you want to let everybody know what kind of news we got going? Yeah. Um, so I have a few things. The first thing is um, partially a shameless plug, but it's also really good to know because I didn't know until you told me about this, Tom. So apparently every last during the last Friday of every month, uh, good old Stone Age Gamer has a uh, Flash Friday. So basically they offer limited time discounts on select items. So it's really good to know, especially if you're looking for certain things, maybe even waiting to go on sale for or like waiting to get paid. Um, so the last Friday of every month is a really good time to check out Stone Age Gamer. So as an example, um, this month you could have saved 10% on EverDrives. So they have a Turbo EverDrive on right now, um, the EverDrive GG and the EverDrive N8, um, and a bunch of other EverDrives like PC ones and stuff too. So I thought that was really good information to share with everybody. So not really like super news, more like shopper's knowledge. Yeah, that's good. Um, We need that. (laughs) Yeah. So just letting everyone know out there, I'm sure we probably have said this after every stream and every podcast, but we actually have an affiliate link. So if you guys are interested, it's um, wherever you're listening to us right now. Um, If you scroll down in the description, we do have a link to our affiliate link for Stone Age Gamer. If you would like to use that, we would appreciate it. But yeah, that's that's my little blurb on that. I just I genuinely didn't know that they did Splash Fridays. And I think that that's really good for other people to know about Stone Age Gamer is an awesome site. They hooked me up for uh, Extra Life. I saved a ton of money on the random things that I needed to host. <laughs> so seriously, we're not just saying it. They're a really good. They're a really good website. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I've spent way too money, way too much money there. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my next story I thought was pretty interesting. So I figured I could spin this as what to do if you can't find a next a new gen console. So if you have an extra $80,000 laying around, yeah, and yeah, that's I most did. of us listening right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm just talking <laughs> about trying to figure out what to do with that. Yeah, yeah. So Mark, take your 80000 and buy the new Tesla Model S. And there why you do you go. ask? Because the car comes with a 10 teraflop gaming computer that will also be included now going forward with every single new model after this one, unless, you know, they improve it, then it'll be even better. Um, and that is comparable with the PS5, which is 10.528 or 10.28 teraflops, and the Xbox Series X, which is 12, which is crazy that yes. this car has a neck, like a, a console built into it. Well, I mean, um, having watched Pimp My Ride, I mean, yeah. <laughs> consoles have been in cars for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Exhibit might have something to say to yeah. Mr. Elon Musk. He's so pissed. He's like, they this. stole my idea. I've been doing this for years. So, so you're telling me I could either spend my 80 grand on this uh-huh. or set it on fire. I would, yeah. I mean, you could set it on fire, but I would definitely invest in this in this car. The setting I mean, it on fire is cooler visual. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> or you buy the car and then set that. Set the car on fire. I like where you're going, Tom. There you go. Oh my god. I, don't know. Uh, I yeah. think it's I think it's cool, but at the same time, it's like why why why. Why bother putting a, a two grand worth of computer hardware in in the car unless it does unless it does other stuff like is integral to the car 
Uh, one thing. Well, I think didn't they come out with something? It, they've had like a gaming platform, or it's basically like a tablet that's built into the Tesla. I think in 2019 they came out with it, and they could play like very basic, um, almost like phone games on the car. Essentially, yeah, they could use they could play emulators in the car. Right. I know that. Yeah. So I mean. The company actually, so Tesla tweeted out a poll asking people if they would be willing to play The Witcher 3 on the Tesla. And of course, they got like an 85% yes or something like that. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, (laughs) people are like, are you going to have a controller now? Because originally you could only steer with your your wheel or like pushing arrows on the screen. So they're like, are we going to get a controller with the Tesla? Like, we have so many questions. So (laughs) it's just not, it's not really surprising to me, actually, because like... You have a self-driving car. You're going to have to outdo that, you know? Well, I mean... Closer to the Demolition Man future. <laughs> yeah, this, actually, I was going to say uh, Cyberpunk is now as my as my title, but I, I scrapped it. <laughs> yeah, all we need is <laughs> Restaurant Wars and Taco Bell to win. <laughs> yeah. Great. And we're there. Yeah. So uh, if anyone would like to view this information, you can go to Tesla's website. It's kind of hidden. You have to scroll down to interior of the new model and then feature details, and you should be able to... Take a look, but uh, I, yeah, that's it. very interesting. You could play a racing game inside of a car, Tom. That would be awesome. You but, just can't. But I would want it. I would want it on thing. the windshield. It's got to. It's got to be a heads-up display. Can't. True. That's the future of Tesla, right there. You know they're going to do that eventually. <laughs> I want to get paid. I want to get paid for that Tesla. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So then the last story that I found. Um, unfortunately, Nintendo is being sued again. Um, oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, no, it's it's an old um, it's an old issue that someone else you know rehashed. Um, so a Canadian law firm is filing a class action lawsuit against them. Um, they are claiming they are collecting compensation for all Quebec customers who have purchased Joy Cons, Switch Pro controllers, and the Switch gaming systems uh, because of good old Joy Con drift. It's oh, yeah. still happening. Uh, apparently it's yeah. getting worse yeah well they're claiming that they have a hidden defect and the company is just neglecting to address it that they don't care um, and that it's not meeting the standards of the consumer protection act so they're mad I mean I think the worst part of it is if you purchase the switch light like what do you do because you can't yeah, take, send back the whole system. yeah you have to send back the, the whole system that's ridiculous that's one of the reasons I did not want a switch light because god forbid that you know that yeah. was happening right uh, the I wouldn't like I I learned my lesson after the Red Ring of Death. So (laughs) uh, if if there was going to be a defect that would affect the whole console, I would definitely not be purchasing the console or waiting until it was fixed, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, this is uh, this is not good for Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, at least this Canadian law firm, you know, will, will be able to have a good case, you know, because Nintendo not known for having legal cases go to court yeah. ever. <laughs> ever. They don't have a team of lawyers that have <clears throat> dealt with, well, John Kirby did die. So maybe, maybe they're not as strong, <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to bring up the, I saw something I probably because I'm too online um, on Twitter. Somebody had made um, paper legends of Zelda. Oh, um, some just one person. And I was like, Oh, When's the countdown to when uh, Nintendo the, takes this yeah. down? When's yeah. the DMCA party? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I saw a commentator, um, former uh, news editor for um, uh, Game Informer, Mike Futter, said um, he was like, 
they could have put their efforts and creativity towards making a game that sort of seemed like The Legend of Zelda without actually using all the sprites and assets. Yeah. And you may have actually got a game you could sell instead of having to put it out for free and hope you don't get a DMCA. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I thought... Yeah, I had seen that. I was waiting to see if, if that had popped up on Jen's radar oh, no. before mentioning it. But yeah, it looks awesome, by the way, um, in terms of they did a really good job integrating Paper Mario into all the environment, you know, or Legend of Zelda into Paper Mario in terms of paper environments and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah it's just a shame um, that Nintendo is so, so hardline on that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's why I mean, all this Smash Brothers stuff still occurs. Well, there's that and, the, you know, the fact that they've taken down basically every emulation platform they could possibly possibly <laughs> find. Uh, so people have to resort to all kinds of other ways of getting their games. Because Yeah. I mean, because so. we totally legally play every single... I, I well, own all 703 Nintendo games. Yeah. Who doesn't? As do I. Who, who yeah. doesn't? Who, who doesn't, doesn't own them all? Yeah. I mean, that, that crazy guy that went across Canada to buy them all, he <laughs> she just came down and asked us. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man so yeah that's that's going on with nintendo uh i believe when i was reading this um i saw a link to a different article they were sued by a child a few years ago and his mother for the same thing uh, in america so they're not strangers to this for sure that's not the, that's also a- that's not the first time they got sued by a child they got oh, sued yeah. in like, the, <laughs> like the 80s or 90s i think as well they got sued yeah yeah, yeah. i mean they were probably more sued by the mother than the child oh yeah yeah I like how Wait. they just like all the news articles angle it like child sues Nintendo. <laughs> Not like, oh, overbearing Karen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> overbearing Karen. Sues child Nintendo. of Karen sues Nintendo. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> they they put out a, a formal apology after the the child sued them though. They said we're really sorry. We're going to try harder, and they didn't. No, they didn't. So now Canada, go and get go and get them, Canada. You got this. Canada, the nicest place on earth. Uh, want to sue Nintendo? Well, Tom. It's Quebec. <laughs> yeah, it is. They are standing up for Quebec customers. Okay, if it's quote, yeah, that's a that's a different country as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and so do Quebecers. <laughs> yep. Or Quebec. Right. Quebecians. Probably French, so it'd be Quebecois. Quebecers. Mark is the French expert now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just well, actually, it's from uh, knowing too much about hockey. Because anytime Montreal, you know, just the way they have to, you know, uh, say people's names, like, you know, they're either French, Canadian or from Quebec. You know, the people make a make a difference mentioning that because um, they're yeah, Quebec's very, very stringent. That's the whole critical role has the joke where they can't ship any of their prize winnings to Quebec. Oh. Because of the really strict, you know, rules on terms of, of winning prizes. Didn't know that. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that that's where in that part of Canada is where this lawsuit came from. The yeah. more you know. The more you know, guys. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's all the news I got. <laughs> all right. Well, if if that's the case, we might as well get right into our main topic this evening, and that is live streaming. Something we've really gotten better at doing over these past over this past year or so uh it helps that we've been more than others some of us more than others some (laughs) of us are professionals at this point oh my god no um but uh we just want to talk about you know what what 
what we think of live streaming. I mean, it's and its impact on on gaming and retro gaming and all that goes into it. Because I think that's really where it comes down to is people don't understand how how much work it is to do a live stream. People think, oh, they're just playing video games. It's not yeah, that easy. <laughs> yeah, the the interesting thing to start off with is just talk of us as fans, because um, I know uh, Jen's probably going to dominate the conversation in terms of actually doing it, because um, numbers wise, she she's done it more often than us, so she yeah. may have more opinions from the you know behind in front of the camera side of it um, than we would. Well, I just put up a full screen photo of an RPG I'm playing. And just talk over it. So <laughs> no in front of the camera here. Um, so, uh, yeah. But I feel like, like we were speaking earlier, you know, about the streamer with Kingdom Hearts. I think my favorite kind of streamer, and this may be different. I think Jonathan has a different thing that he looks for when he, you know, does streamers and stuff. Is I just, I more go for like the chill people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to go to the guy that's an expert or the most popular person. Like, I watch a streamer that, Maybe gets a couple hundred um, because they, you know, I found him through an LP and all that. And, you know, um, and they play through RPGs and stuff like that. Him and his wife. Uh, The fun part is that she's Scottish. So they go through some of them RPGs and all the dwarves are always Scottish. She just gets really pissed (laughs) when when they try to to change the dialogue to sound Scottish. That's funny. Um, So it's it's, it's really funny. Um, uh, But yeah, but I just like. Like I try to watch some of the people that are really popular. Some are better than others. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, probably the most famous person I watch is probably uh, um, it me JP, who's yeah, JP McDaniel's. He used to be Team Liquid and all that. On I think that's a team, right? The esports team mm. or something. Yeah, I think They're, so. Yeah. So he used to be really big with them with StarCraft and stuff like that. Um, so, but he's just like a, I don't care. Like he's probably a millionaire. You know, from from the team, <laughs> yeah. so he just plays the games, and if someone is someone is like real bitchy to him in chat or something like that, and he's just like, bye. Yep. Yep. Just oh, like that's the best yeah. about big streamer. Like, yeah, yeah he just doesn't just care. Yeah, exactly. Um, which makes his streams funny. He's like, guys, I'm only gonna say this once. You say anything, you're gone. I don't care. I don't care how long you've been. He, like one time, he got really mad. Um, this story is great, uh, but it's real short. He got really mad at a guy, and he's like, I don't know why you did this. You've been subbing for 87 months. <gasps> Why are you being a dick like this? Oh, my God. Bye. And he went and he kicked him out. Like, because the guy was really being an asshole to him playing Resident Evil. And, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I would love to get to that point as a streamer. Oh, just yeah. Like, just like, we have rules. You've been subbed for 87 months. You know the rules. What are you right. doing? Oh, my God. Bye. That's you crazy. Uh, so he's probably the most popular I watch. And then I've gotten into some streamers that I pick here and there from Jen, you know, um, Probably our friend Leah, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll pop in, not for long periods of time, Bex and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, and I don't know if this is for you guys, um, I don't normally search out by game. Now, you see, I do. Okay. I search by game yeah. more than I, person. Yeah, I, I, I usually do connections. Like if I watch one person that I know play a game and they either have a guest on or something and then they say what they're playing, if they're playing a game I like, then maybe I'll check out that channel and do that and it's sort of like it becomes like a web yeah for how i find and watch people more yeah, than just clicking on yep. the the game icon on the twitch screen and just seeing who's playing it um just because it's more of a trust issue on my end if these people that i've been fans of and they're cool streamers and they're not dicks and they're not fake mm-hmm. you know like somebody or 
you know, has yeah. them on their thing. I'm like, okay, then this person's probably chill. It's been wrong a couple times. Um, it's not so much in that they're bad people. They're just bad streamers. Or they're not your style. Yeah, no, like, yeah, they're, they just don't know how, they kind of get it, but they don't fully get it. Um, you know, uh, and you go from there. And then sometimes, like, I bounce off with voice actors and just, you know, stuff like that's really cool. Um, I think the only time I game searched was one time I found out, like, found out that the Aerith um, voice actress from Remake, you know, mm-hmm. was a big streamer before any of this. Right. So I watched no. her play Remake, and then I've just watched her play other games. Like, she literally, I think, stopped the playthrough of Last of Us because how upset made her. Aw. Um, so, so sad. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so that's, that's what I get. I'm interested to hear what you guys said. Uh, but, yeah, I I think I I watched, I because, I, again, I searched by game. So I found a small streamer that grew his channel quite a bit just by playing Final Fantasy VII for quite a while. He's He's moved on to other stuff now and does, you know, he does speed runs and stuff. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and plug him. It's Death Unites Us on Twitch. Yeah. But yeah. he he got his start playing Final Fantasy VII uh, and modding it and doing all kinds of weird stuff with it. And then he's moved on and started doing you know all kinds of speed runs. He's speed runs Celeste. Uh, but just from looking for somebody playing Final Fantasy VII, I discovered yeah. this guy that plays all these other games, and I think it's pretty cool just how quick you can you know find somebody you like to watch. Uh, that way, based yeah. on a game that's 27 years old or whatever. I don't know. How old is Final Fantasy VII? Five, 25 years at this point? Do you really want to know? Because then you're going to feel even older. I I already feel old. I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's 23 or 24. One yeah. or the other. That's crazy. Depending on when it came out. Right. Because it's 2021 uh, at this point. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Uh, that That's how I find people to watch on Twitch. I Because I, I, I like to see certain games, so... And I do follow a bigger streamer too because he came from the Rooster Teeth community. Uh, Ray Narvaez Jr. Uh, I like to watch. He's a variety streamer, so I like I like because he's the watching him play Kingdom Hearts is what made me want to play Kingdom Hearts again. So it's it's Ray's fault. <laughs> I feel like I'm in between you guys because usually I start out searching by game, which is how I found a couple of the. Now I also don't watch like super huge streamers. Like to me. A big streamer is a couple thousand viewers in their stream. Yeah. Um. I I don't usually watch a big streamer. I'll usually watch like I think Meg Turney is probably the biggest streamer that I've watched, and she probably hits around five six hundred people. Okay. If that. Um, that's sometimes. that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. But I usually I don't like going to the super big streams with like thousands of people because the chat's just atrocious. Oh, I should I should make that point. I click the arrow to eliminate the chat. Oh, oh yeah, I'm a I I watch I'm either watching <laughs> on a TV or I'm just lurking, not watching the yeah, chat. Right. Yeah, I don't interact. Well, at the all. chat's also going like 900 miles an hour anyway, so I don't even know what the point of people using yeah. the chat. I, I've is. also gotten multiple subscriptions by just having yes. a panel one in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, so yeah, I usually I usually go to someone who's like a mid-sized streamer, like 200, 300, 400 viewers, like max. So I started out searching for games like Phasmo or DVD. And then I'd find one streamer. And then, like you said, like they have a friend and they're plugging their friend or they're playing with them. And I'm like, oh, cool. And they also happen to play this game that I like or games that I like. So I kind of branch out from there. But I do usually start searching by game just because I'm one of those people like even if I like the streamer and they're playing a game that I don't like, I won't watch them most likely. I don't know if that's kind of rude of me, but so I guess I'm in the middle of you guys. I kind of have to do both. 
sort of. Yeah, I mean, I I I follow. Um, you know, I still follow some of the people back when I was doing my uh, screaming into the void wild arm streams. Um, <laughs> that that uh, that followed along, and then they still have like two or three viewers at most. Like yeah. they're a little bit around us what we do at the beginning and stuff. But they've been doing it for well, it's been a while since I played that wild arm stream. <laughs> Um, they haven't grown, but you know, and then I also follow like journalists on there, mm-hmm. like from the websites, like with Giant Bomb. I follow if any of them have personal channels just to see, yeah. you know, what they do. Um, you know, the people are kind of funny and rooster teeth, and you know, just have them on my follow list to see if they pop up a game. Right. And I'm like, oh, let me see what they think of this, and then watch it. So that's the only time really maybe search by game is just seeing who they play, but it's like. The list, like I always have at least five or six live channels at all times, um, which is nice. But most of the time, I don't want to watch any of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, but the the fun part is I, I love how Twitch works. I mean, maybe we can uh, drive into the in front of the camera like we do um, over there. Is um, in the recommended channels thing. Not that we would ever show up there for people, maybe. But um, I always get like the highest end stuff that coordinates to what I watch. Like right now, they want me to uh, go to a couple like uh, uh, like video game websites, Twitch channels, you know, because I follow a couple journalists. Or they, oh, so they want you to go to IGN and all that stuff. Yeah, like well, it's it's Fanbyte is the one that's popping up that makes me think of that. Okay, right now, they're live right now, but um, you know. The the connections, it doesn't seem to ever, like, just give you random people. Mm-hmm. It always seems the connection has a connection to either something I'm following or something I've watched a lot of, which the algorithm's really good with that. Yeah. But it's always the top-end streamer playing that thing. You know, it's never, like, a new per. you know. It's hard to make new discovery without the way, and not, I know we, she's getting a little embarrassed as I say this, but, you know, the way, you know, Jen got those, you know, Dead by Daylight people that are small and we're all, you know, talking about each other and, you know, you know, um, following yeah. and, and getting all that and sort of building up that way. And that's the, the only way you can really do it as a small streamer. Yep. Um, because Twitch is not going to help you. No, um, they would rather have less partners. I would imagine money wise. The partner system right now is very, very strict. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the only person that we have any involvement outside of the DVD people um that that Jen you know like Manny and Leah and you know all them um is the is the girl Brittany that's part of Geeks Five Nation um and you know she's she gets a couple hundred but you know I don't know how much of that is her hustling like Jen does um or Geek Vibes people but you know it's all about it to get that partner level it's all about connections and you just gotta you know play with the right people make the right friends be a good streamer um uh, besides that, you got to have a uh, good production value. Um, I, I heard somebody like when I was doing the wild arms thing, um, I because I get obsessed with reading people giving hints and tips and stuff, um, which is why I watch way too many D&D videos um, <laughs> for Stranger <laughs> Damies, Um is that the number one thing you need to worry about is audio. One hundred percent. You like he. The the video I watched point out a bunch of streamers and to point out a big name streamer, um, you know, Jeff Gersman from Giant Bomb does this where he just puts bullshit on the screen around the game. Like he's literally got two different photos of Raleigh Fingers, the pitcher on his screen, 
you know, for no reason. He has like employee of the month and just some random photo. Like it makes no sense. And, you know, it's like random YouTube comment. It's, and you know, but obviously being a professional is, is audio and all that is real good. That's why outside of his profession is probably why a lot of people watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the first word of advice that if anybody's a young streamer out there listening to this, I don't know why they'd be listening to us. Um, <laughs> uh, in particular, number one. Um, you know, it's just that's the thing. Get your audio in line. You know, you know, we've upgraded our audio equipment and stuff over the last year. And it's made a big difference um, in the quality of everything. Uh, so and hopefully in the future, as we, you know, thank you to our loyal subscribers, you know, we can keep upgrading that. Um, but I think um, unless it's time, if you have anything to add, I would I would love to hear Jen's experience, you know, doing her own solo channel and marketing that a lot better than we ever did game ball. Class. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I would like to hear that too. Yeah. So, well, first I just want to say I a hundred percent agree with the sound quality over visual. Yeah. It's much more important to sound good. Cause I've gotten into so many, when I, before I found all of my like dead by daylight streamers who I, I watched religiously, I would pop into random people's streams that had one, two, three viewers. Cause I'm like, I want to see who these people are. And it was always like <laughs> while they're talking. And I'm like, I can't even watch this because it's, it's like it hurts my ears. And it's just so, yeah, definitely invest in your sound quality first. You don't even need a webcam. My cousin Bex doesn't use a webcam and he does great. So as long as you have the personality and, and the drive, you can and the sound, you can do good things as a new streamer. Yeah. Yeah. The no camera works when you have a good chat. Yeah. Or yeah. you have people on with you. For sure. Yeah. Um, so what was the question now? I was basically like, <laughs> because uh, we'll, we'll say this for anybody out there that might yeah. just listen to the podcast. Um, uh, or I don't even know if you announced this anywhere, but, you know, Jen made it to affiliate a lot quicker than we did as a as a group channel. And About I think she found one good uh, system. <laughs> I don't know if you uh, would mention on how to, yeah, you I know, do. make friends in the streaming community. Oh, yeah. So. First of all, I have to tell you that follow for follow does not work. It doesn't work. Stop doing it. I can't tell you how many times people, first of all, I'll say I joined a few Facebook group communities of small streamers who are trying to support each other. I have, um, I think it's like female streamers support or something like that. That's my favorite one, honestly. Um, and everything is no follow for follow. We're here to support. You show up to each other's streams, you get to know each other, you build relationships, you build a community, yep. you can combine your communities. We like, which is exactly what we were talking about before. How do you find the next streamer? You find them in someone else's stream, maybe. So I joined a few different groups. I messaged people, I stopped into their streams, whatever. People would comment, like, I, I put up when I'm going live in these groups. And I just say, hey, if anyone's interested, I'm playing Dead by Daylight. I'd be happy to play with anyone if you'd like as well. Come stop in, whatever. Um, and drop me, you know, drop me your links if you, if you like this game too, and maybe we can like play with each other sometime. So I've met a lot of people through that and they stop in and they genuinely are awesome people. And, you know, we support each other back. Um, people drop their links with nothing. They're just like, here, follow me. And that's it. Or like follow for follow. And then they unfollow you in a second and they just get your, like, it's so stupid. So stop doing it. It doesn't work. (laughs) You're never going to get viewers. You're going to get fake followers. It's just not worth it. The best thing to do is try to network with your fellow streamers and don't be an asshole, which is really important. 
That should yes. be rule number one for just anything in life. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> just, just don't be an Honest, asshole. Honestly, yeah. I mean, if you're going to stream, you need to have some sort of charisma. People need to find something likable about you. So if you're an asshole and that's your stick, it's not going to yeah. last very long. Well, I was in someone's stream today, and, and when you click on the chat, you could see the stream rules. And rule number one was don't be an asshole, but if you are, at least be a funny asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, I like this person already. But yeah, the mo- the best thing to do, there's two things. Number one is to network, make friends with people, show up to their streams. Don't just add somebody and then never show up. Tell them that you're there. Don't promote yourself in their channel. Either. No, never do that. Rude. Don't ever do not do that. ever do that. Don't Why even drop hints you? about it. Like, oh my gosh, I just streamed this today. Hate it. Rude. <laughs> um, so yeah, just you're you're definitely gonna get appreciative people who are interested in your streams, and they're gonna stick around, and you know, then you'll you'll make a community, you'll you'll make friends with people, you might even be able to form a team. Twitch has teams, you can team up with other streamers, and you support each other that way. Um, and the other thing is just, and this is gonna sound really cheesy, just don't. Don't get down on yourself if you have a stream where only three people show up or less. You just have to keep doing it. You know, like, don't stop networking with people. Like, when you reach your 50 followers and you become affiliate, like, don't stop reaching out to people. Don't stop visiting people's streams because people know when you are in their stream, especially if you're announcing yourself, which you should, because, you know, people appreciate that. Just yeah. just be friendly and and try try to be open to as much networking as possible. I guess that's the best. That's what I've been doing. And it's a lot of work. Like you were saying, I think, Mark, like streamers don't just sit there and play a game and they that's it. Like that's all the work that they do. You have to yeah. be a personality. You have to be a friend. You have to be a place people want to hang out and stare at a screen yeah. and do nothing for hours. Now, I'm, I'm going to sound like an idiot here, but you also need to play something people want to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, really should. <laughs> if you don't care, if you just want to play the game that you want to play, that's fine that's what i do and i get like two people watching but that's fine i don't really care but jen plays a game that she really likes that Mm -hmm. a lot of people right now really like so yeah i'm lucky it really it really hit that that sweet spot and especially with a community like dead by daylight has i think you've really hit hit that sweet spot and you you uh have really uh what's the word capitalized on on that fact yeah, it's definitely important. You should definitely, like you said, play what you want to play. Because if you're playing a game that you're not happy about or like that you're bored with, it'll definitely show. Yeah, but yeah. You, you need to be enjoying yeah. it as much as people watching are enjoying it. Yeah. yeah, and don't just keep jumping on the next big thing. Right, yeah, you have to be genuine or people are going to 100% figure that out and then be even more annoyed, you know, than if you were playing a game they weren't interested in maybe. But yeah. yeah. Well, going off of that, we should probably get to like the technical side too. Yeah, because again, people people don't just like turn on a video game and then oh, that much they're I'm a streamer. Well, I uh, mean, you could technically do that on the consoles, but it's not any good. <laughs> right. Like, well, not we're not disparaging anybody, but Leah literally streams on a console with a camera. Yeah. And that's how she does it, and she's made a pretty good following doing that. Oh yeah. But and she's even um, figured out a trick to make it look better than than console makers <laughs> allow it to be. she dug deep for i don't know how she found that program but i was very impressed i yeah. logged in one day and it looked super professional i'm like whoa <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> great yeah what my only joke is that not that you can't make those streams work because i know some people that do make those streams work and lee is a prime example of it over lady rose 13 for those of you yep. wondering so we can plug 
Um, I'm sure Tom will put this in the description. Thanks. Yeah, I'll try to I'll try to put everybody we talked about in the description if yeah. if I can remember. Uh, and I'll text you the name of the one I was talking about. Okay. Uh, just because I don't know which channel they use more, I have to look that up because they each have a channel. Um. So yeah, it, it what my joke mainly was is that you could literally just play a video game, hit share, and start. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to get you anywhere. You know, you have to. Um, put a little more effort into it. It's like anything, you know, even if, you know, it, it your effort shows to your audience. And I feel like um, that's what comes across, not to keep plugging our stuff, but I think that's what comes across with the other podcasts we do. Like, and they call this a movie, you know, me and Dan really like watching the movies and then talking about them. So our enthusiasm and, you know, effort, comes through when we do stranger damies you guys just aren't sometimes you do but you guys aren't just fucking <laughs> up and going oh man fart noise <laughs> you know anytime i try to do something you know or you know making everything a double entendre um but you know if you take it seriously people will take you seriously yeah but you also have to know um to not take it too seriously mm-hmm. which is where the technical stuff comes into play because you could either put yourself in way too much debt, um, you know, doing things before you're ready. Yeah. You know, if Jen would have started streaming and then bought everything that she currently has after doing this for a year or two or whatever. We, God knows time anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that we've been doing this, you know, if she buys the way three mic and the stream deck and, you know, the two monitors and all the lights and all before she's even had one stream. Ridiculous. You know, it's not the way to do it, which is why, I think we'll go through the technical stuff on, you know, you guys are a little more savvy than me. I just, as you will see on our video on YouTube, um, my setup is not very uh, um, uh, sophisticated. Like it's more, more what a startup one would be, which is why I stream one game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the time. So, so yeah, I, I guess I could, I can start cause I mostly do console stuff and Jen mostly does PC stuff. So we do kind of differ there. So um, my first suggestion for anybody trying to stream a console is try to get the best connections you can from that console. Like if you're playing a retro console, try to get the best connections you can from that console to a decent capture card. It's not as easy as it sounds, unfortunately, but uh, that's my recommendation. Like if you're playing, I don't know, a, a Super Nintendo. And the best you can do is S-Video out of that Super Nintendo. Get yourself a $5 S-Video cable, buy a RetroTink from Mike Chi at uh, RetroTink, uh, and then that will go to HDMI, and then just get yourself a decent capture card, and it won't look like absolute dog shit when, you, <laughs> when you're streaming it. Yeah, because you might over visual. Yep, exactly. Right. Uh, and you don't have to get an Elgato. No. No, the, you don't have to get an Elgato. You can get, they make, there's plenty of like, you know, $60 to $80 capture cards, which I'm pretty sure that's what we ended up getting, Jen, over $90 or something. It was a Live they Gamer did, Mini. Right. The, the Live Gamer Mini from uh, Abram Media yep. is, a, is a great beginner capture card. Um, yep. They even make like, you know, $15 HDMI to USB things. I've yep. been telling people who are wanting to experiment with it uh, just to pick one of those up and see how it looks. It'll get you, it'll get you by to start, but 
for me, I'm a technical person. So my first thing I did was try to make sure that it looked as good as I could. The game looked as good as it could when I was playing it. Um, and get yourself a de- decent microphone. Everybody goes out and looks at big streamers and they have their, their sure SM seven B, which costs $400 and their, uh, you know, their, uh, go XLRs that cost $500. Just get yourself a, uh, you know, a blue snowball or blue Yeti. Mm-hmm. Something that is, I don't know. I, I, it's not, it, it sounds like a professional microphone, but it may not, doesn't have to be a blue Yeti. You can pick up for $85. Again, there's a million guides on how to do this. Um, I'd recommend watching Epos Fox personally. I, he's got a ton. He's got a whole thing on how to use OBS, like a hundred episodes on how to use OBS. Wow, so if you're if you're really wanting to get into it, start there. Um, but okay. for me, I, go ahead. I was gonna say, and that's step two that we'll get to is OBS. Yeah, because yeah. it's free. Right. Exactly. But uh, but yeah. So. Again, if you have a console that you really like and you want to start playing and stream it, look into what the best thing you can get for the price. Because you could go crazy and and go oh, yeah. with um like my monster t- cables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you'll see in my upcoming video, I decided to make all of my stuff RGB. Which, if you don't know what RGB is, uh, go check out My Life in Gaming and look up their RGB Masterclass. Again, another. 25 episode thing on how to get the best video out of your game consoles and because i'm uh weak uh, uh i had to go and get the best connections for everything or else i wasn't going to be happy so but you there's way cheaper options there's there's uh the retro tink like i said is probably your best bet as a, as starting out you can plug in a, a regular nes a super nintendo you can plug any an n64 playstation any of those things you can plug it in that and you'll get a, a decent HDMI output, and you can start streaming. And again, I you don't need the most expensive stuff. It will get you by. If you turn, if it turns out you really like it and you really want to continue doing it, then you can upgrade. And that's kind of what we've been doing. And as we've gained followers and subs and stuff, uh, we're going to be putting money back into the streams because in the beginning, Mark Mark has said this. That's kind of the biggest thing to do is to put the money back into the stream and make it better. So that you can make more, you can make more, you can get more followers and have people enjoy it more with you. So that's my two cents on the console side. Uh, And Jen, she had a totally different thing because she didn't even own a PC until what last year? Yeah, two years ago. PS4 died on me. (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, like the height of the pandemic. When, you know, everything was really hard to find or it was starting to be hard to find um, power supplies were non-existent at that point for the most part. Yep. Um, but yeah, you we had been talking about me getting a gaming PC for a few months prior and it was like, when are we going to do it? And I'm like, I don't know. We were looking at getting a house. So like I was like, yeah, do I really need it? And I was doing fine with my crappy laptop and my capture card with the PS4. Um, and then something started going weird with my laptop and OBS. Like my laptop's kind of old, so I think it was just crapping out. Um, So the stream quality wasn't that great. And then my PlayStation died. So I was like, well, that's the kick in the butt that I needed. (laughs) So Tom, you know, got to work and, 
you know, you did, you did most of the picking out. You basically told me what we needed. You would suggest things and I would be like, does it have RGB? And then you'd be like, okay, here's an alternative. That's $20 more. And I'd be like, yes, I like it. I did pick out my case. Uh, what else did I pick out? Oh, and my, um, there's, I'm obsessed with Corsair cause I'm just, I don't know why I just love Corsair. So I, I definitely shield. picked out my case. I forget what else I picked out. I might've picked out my memory. I forget, but Tom was a huge help. Um, I would definitely recommend Newegg as a website. I didn't know it existed until Tom was helping me pick out the parts for the PC. Um, Newegg is just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's its great. It's just like a cluster of all these merchants and vendors who are selling parts. And I feel so much more confident shopping through them than I would eBay or Amazon or like any other website where you don't know the seller that you're getting things from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um pricing you can get all different ranges of pricing and their shipping was awesome Newegg would get me something like in two days like when i bought something it was shipping the next day even at the height of the pandemic when things were going crazy and i knew it would get to me on time which i really appreciated too um target on the other hand (laughs) i bought a power supply and they held my money hostage for like two and a half months because they just kept insisting that it's going to come into stock but that's another story yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the the first thing I did was invested in a good gaming PC, and we had talked about this, uh, Tom and myself, and he had asked me what I wanted in a PC. So I I basically wanted something that was an even split between being able to stream at a good quality and play games at a good quality. I didn't want gaming over streaming or vice versa. So we we did just that. We have a nice uh middle middle of the road PC that doesn't struggle. Knock on wood to play the games that I want <laughs> to put out a good stream, but it's highly customizable and upgradable. Um, so I can keep, you know, improving parts as I go, which like you said, Tom, it's, it's the key. Don't start out buying every single top dollar item, unless you're really wealthy and it doesn't matter if you do that, then good for you. If you're ninja, go for it. <laughs> yeah, if you're ninja, yeah. go for it. Uh, but yeah, they don't go out and get yourself two key lights. For $200 each, you can go on Amazon and get two of them for uh, $20 each. And that's perfectly fine. That's what I have, and it works. So just take it slow. Um, I know we said this a few times, but audio quality is very important. I started out with a Yeti, a Blue Yeti. It's an amazing microphone. You plug it in with a USB. Um, The sound quality is really good. The mute button annoys me because it clicks. Like, and it's audible, but that's like yeah. my biggest complaint with the Yeti, honestly. And that's like a dumb complaint. So that's how good it is. And it's affordable. Um, I started out with like a Logitech webcam, like kind of like a, a blah webcam, but you can improve that over time. Um, then I picked up the imitation key lights, like I said, for 20 bucks on Amazon. I got stands for them. I have crappy $9 speakers on my, on my computer still. <laughs> um, so that's, I don't really even care about that. Um, what else did I get? Oh, I just, I finally just upgraded my keyboard and mouse. So like that was after how long we've been streaming? Like over a year now, right? Yeah. Well over a year. Yeah. I believe you. We've been streaming for 15 years and I just, I I just upgraded my keyboard and mouse. My, my hands are gigantic. I don't know how many times I'm going to wind up saying this, but (laughs) this mouse is so much nicer than my work mouse. I don't know if we ever did that on X Your Life. No, we we didn't. Did did we ever... (laughs) The banana. Because Ant needs to see how big these hands are. Just here's another one for you, Ant. My hand is too big for a regular size mouse. <laughs> really though, like 
I can show Mark because he's sitting here next to me, but like my my regular standard mouse that my job had sent me initially is so much smaller where like my pinky in the side of my hand drags across my mouse pad and it irritates me so much. <laughs> but this new mouse is great. But the point is <laughs> just start, like you said, Tom, it's the same thing, pretty much start out small, you know, and just work your way up and upgrade what you feel like you need to upgrade. OBS, I know Tom mentioned, is an amazing tool. Do you, do not pay for XSplit? No, do not, no, no. Do not pay for XSplit. <laughs> Even if you forget to cancel the subscription because you got a free three months from Extra Life Yikes. and you've just been forgetting to cancel it because it, it's, a, it's a resource hog. OPS, it, it I can't speak right now. <laughs> OBS um, is very customizable, yep. but it, you have to learn it. Yeah. You know, XSplit is a lot more plug and play, but that's why they charge, you know, was it like, I know my thing was like $34 every three months, you know, so I don't know if they do a monthly, which would be more than that over a year because how companies do monthly stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like I said, XSplit's plug and play, but it also is a CPU hog. So if you don't have a high end computer, it's going to take, yeah. it's going to stop your quality. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I have a decent quality computer for streaming consoles and I loaded up XSplit the first time and it, crashed my computer yeah excellent murdered my computer yeah. too yeah so, so just we, do that and i'll say my last thing um i don't know how much more you guys have but as jen said uh you know with the always make sure you get the best microphone you can afford mm-hmm. um whether that you get a good headset some of the astro stuff is really good um i think leah uses a headset mic um on hers and it comes through really well don't use any of the cheap ones um that you can pick up um astro and turtle beach are probably pretty good for coming across streaming or get yourself a yeti just make sure that the most money you spend at first is on that microphone because you don't even need to use a camera right you can get a camera as late as you want so that eliminates needing lights and all this other stuff we're worrying about you know your background of your room so you buy a green screen you know it, it eliminates all that extra money like I, I do the Thursday stream. It has nothing to do with needing a camera, or having a camera if you watch Wednesday. Um, but it's just, it's a lot easier. You just put the full screen up there, especially if it's just me talking. You know, I feel more comfortable with, you know, just doing it without a camera. Uh, not from any kind of shy standpoint, but you know, when you're playing an RPG, you know, staring at your face, you know, <laughs> doesn't doesn't, in my opinion. I mean, Tom does it, and there's a couple other streamers I do that watch it. But, um, you know, one channel that will be in the description because i got to figure out which one they use. Um, they don't use a camera, and, there are, and their, their RPG streams are real good. Um, but, yeah, that, that's it. Just don't try to be like your favorite streamer because they've probably been doing it a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. So don't try to copy them or do anything. Just be simple. You know, it's always – it's like in any business. You know, it's always better to – Start small and build and just be simple with things and stay within a, you know, a, you know, constrain it a little bit um, because this, you know, growing slowly or as you get comfortable is a lot better than saying, oh, my God, I got to look like how, uh, you know, Meg Turney does her streams and, you know, the great makeup and lighting and, you know, all that. And, you know, and then you sort of you get your anxiety up and then, you know, and all that stuff. And then you just. You're not you're nervous on camera and you can't talk and it just becomes a thing. If you take anything away from this, at least from me, um, I had someone that screamed into the void for 
26 weeks um, <laughs> playing Wild Arms. Um, so six months, um, essentially. Um, you know, just keep, just, you know, just keep doing it. Don't worry if you don't look like, you know, every other streamer out there. Um, it's fun. Um, if you have friends that you just want to use this streaming as time to talk to them while you're you're doing it is great. Um, streaming's fun, even if it's just, like Jen said, if you have one or two viewers, you know, just pop in there. If you just feel like you have this, you want to play, you know, Final Fantasy VIII or something because you think the gunblade gets a bad rap and the junction system is actually pretty <laughs> cool and not broken. Um, and you just want to talk about it for 40 hours to anyone, then go ahead and do it. You know, as long as you're not being an asshole or saying anything racist or sexist or being a misogynist, which I know is the last two are hard for a lot of people on Twitch. <laughs> um, you know, just, just go ahead and do it. You know, you, if you find an audience, you find an audience. If not, not maybe you're 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 a YouTube LP or, you know instead where you can do everything in advance and you know uh, advertise and network while not having to worry about the pressures of live. Um, but you'll find out, um, and that's the best part about this, um, especially in all the shit we're going through right now. You know, in the world, you know, just turning on a mic and just talking about your favorite video game is probably a good thing for your mental health. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm just going to add one last thing from me. Um, when you first start, before you like schedule the stream and tell people when to show up, do some testing. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do like, don't just like do one, do like five yep. because inevitably something will go wrong. Yep. And it happened. I mean, we, we all did testing numerous times. And the first, like, four or five streams, something always went wrong. Yeah. And it's going to happen. It's it's not like, it's not like oh, I did this yesterday. It's going to be the same today. It's not. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, something will always change and something will go awry. And you'll have to fix it on the fly. And it's, it kind of, it sucks when you're, you know, you're trying to get people to watch you. But and you're troubleshooting an issue on, on the stream. I know because I've, I've had to do it. Uh, it's always an audio issue for whatever reason, the way we do our streams, it's always an audio issue, but we knock on wood have seemed to figure that out now. And audio has been not a problem recently. So, um, yeah, just make sure you do like four or five test streams before you, before you even go like do a test stream, erase it off your Twitch. And then, you know, once you've done a few, then go ahead and, and, put that schedule out there and tell start telling people hey i'm streaming this time and and uh be there also another thing uh i'd say get on a schedule if you're on a schedule it gives you a reason to start streaming and you don't give up after the first day mm -hmm. so make yourself a schedule which we finally did it, it took us a little while but once we got a schedule together we all started streaming you know on our days and we knew what day we were going to be ready and mentally prepared and had a game to play. So when I when I feel like you're way more mentally ready when you know you what day you're streaming. Mm -hmm. I mean, feel free to do whatever you want, but get on a schedule and then people will know when you're going to be on. It helps. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Any any last words of wisdom for everybody? Um, just to reiterate, if you're you know starting out as a small streamer, you know we said invest in audio your audio quality over you know anything else really 
um, and just remember to network with people and be genuine. Don't be fake. You know, just be who you are and you're going to get just like in real life, you're going to make friends and they're going to be. I made so many friends already doing this and we all show up to each other's streams. We play together. We support each other. And that's genuinely how to grow a really nice community. So that's the best advice that I could give. Yeah. And just jumping off Tom's thing um, and going back to the end of, of my last statement. Um, if you're not feeling up to it and even if you're on a schedule, you don't have to stream. Yep. You know, you're your own boss. Yeah. Don't you turn know. it into a job. That yeah. You hate. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't make it a job. Um, like we we didn't do tales this week. Um, just because I got stuck up with something in real life work, you know, thing that went on, you know, and by the time I got home, it was way too late to do anything. So I'm just like, eh, we'll do it next week. You know, yeah. people will be there. Same people will show up because they know they know us. Um, and if you're not mentally feeling it or something comes up in your family. Um, That's totally OK. Yeah. The only thing you have to do and you don't even have to do this. The the smallest thing you have to do is just if you have a Twitter account, just put it out on Twitter. Hey, not feeling it tonight. I'll see you when whenever your next scheduled stream is. Yep. You know, I've seen streamers that I follow do that all the time. You know, where it is, yep. ah, just not feeling it tonight. Um, you know, and it's like, okay, I get it. Especially in you know the this last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, just you know, don't. It, it's uh, I know all the things you read on the internet and. Um, and all these newspapers and magazines and things like that. Well, who do the magazine anymore? Never mind. <laughs> um, we're old. Um, just talking about that you need to monetize your hobbies. Mon- you know, monetize your hobbies. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't think of it that way. If you start worrying about streamer numbers, unless if for some reason you're popular enough to do it and it becomes your full-time job, then you might have to worry about it a little bit because it's technically your job at that point. Mm-hmm. But when you're when you're starting out or even when you get to that point, don't sweat. I watch a, um, you know, link to the past randomizer and some people come in and try and make fun of him for his sub numbers going down. And he's like, eh, it's no big deal. Right. You know, it's like just don't sweat the individual numbers. You know, if that goes for viewers and, you know, subs and follows and stuff, just it'll get there. And as yeah. long as you're not driving yourself crazy. And you're keeping a good eye on your mental health, which means not streaming when you're, you know, in a, in a low depressive state, because it might make you worse if you see two people show up when you're already hating yourself. Um, you know, that that's the number one thing. Don't use streaming. I feel like a therapist talking. <laughs> um, you know, don't use streaming as a way to try and make yourself feel better, because it, it's always the the opposite will end up happening. Do it because you want to, not because you think you have to. Yeah, I agree. In the beginning, even turn off, turn off your streamer number, your viewer numbers. You don't need to look at it. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Twitch sends you a recap anyway. So you'll find out eventually. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's a lot of good information. Uh, And if you guys do have any questions on how we do our streams and uh, how, how we go about doing stuff, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at Game Vault Pod on Twitter. And uh, in the next coming weeks, there will be some setup tours so you can actually physically see what we do for all this stuff. I have a script written and everything. I'm getting there. <laughs> I just got to shoot the video. Yeah. Again, I'm keeping, I'm giving myself, I'm keeping myself on task by talking about it on the podcast. So yep. there's record of it. <laughs> Good. All right. So 
let's get into retro roulette. Let this week was a fun week for me. I didn't. I honestly didn't think it was going to be, but uh, we played Sonic the Hedgehog two for the Sega Genesis, and I streamed it uh, two weeks ago, and I had a lot of fun. I, given the fact that we've already played Sonic one on this uh, this segment, I thought I was not going to enjoy Sonic two. But Sonic 2 ended up being such a better game. There's the improvements they made, in my opinion, were astronomical to make the game more playable. Um, but let's uh, let's start with Mark. Mark, what are your thoughts on Sonic 2? Yeah. So uh, once again, not able to get up to the casino level. <laughs> um, still have not conquered that. It's my Sonic version of uh, Soda Popinski. <laughs> uh, at some point, I will I will conquer that mountain. On an airplane? Yeah, hopefully it's not on a Spirit <laughs> Airline airplane. It sounds like it's going to crash at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, and I can't celebrate with anyone. Oh, you um, could have celebrated with me. I wasn't sleeping that well. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think any of us were sleeping yeah. that well no. on that flight. Yeah, That's so, um, yeah, so, I, and I remind it why, I will say this, since I think I played Sonic 1 recently as well i now understand why sonic 2's like usually in the top three for people mm-hmm. um because it's the game that feels the best of the three to me you know one is a lot of stuff and it's it's weird pacing and you know it it doesn't really know what it wants to do you know and and three is just a mess to mm-hmm. me <laughs> i can i can they start they they added verticality and you know different routes and it just became a mess and I haven't played CD enough um to uh, rate an opinion on it so I think playing through this again reminded me that I think two plays the best and is probably my favorite of what I play um of what I played of Sonic um the I did the the um the versus level thing on one player like you did Tom. Um, so the ball game is a little, you know, tough, um, you know, in terms of it gets really boring um, to play it because the guy is literally not moving on <laughs> playing tails. It's hard um, not to win. Yeah. And it's the only way I get to experience Mystic Zone, you know, the one in the forest or cave or whatever the hell it's supposed to be. Right. Um, because for some reason, they put a later level in that versus, which confused me and probably the most complicated later level with all the pulley systems and switches and stuff. Um, but yeah, great game. It still has a lot of that uh, Sega Genesis code that you can put in to skip levels or be invincible and things like that. Um, if you want to go through it, a lot of those game genie stuff. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of fun playing it. Um, I own the Sega collection for PS3. So, cause uh, Sega was the first console that was mine and not the family. Um, so I have a lot of good Sonic memories and a lot of bad altered beast memories. <laughs> um, so yeah, just, uh, yeah, I, I had fun. I had fun watching you and seeing going, I just sitting in amazement of people that can get to that casino level. I don't know why. Um, I made, I'm just, I'm a terrible platform gamer as everybody knows, but like I told, I told the story that, um, if you didn't watch the stream, I'll tell it here. Um, I think Jen was there, so she might hear this twice, but, um, my sister is only good at two video games, Mario three and Sonic two. It is the weirdest thing on the planet. Like, she's good at Sonic one, but she's really good at Sonic two. And it <laughs> confuses my nieces. 
because I tell them mommy's good at video games. And they're like, no, mommy's terrible at games. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you haven't played the games mommy plays yep. that she's really good at. And she picked up Mario 3 because I had it on my Wii from the collection and just got through the first world without any problem and, and left my one knee stumbstruck. <laughs> um, like without losing a life, a life wow. on that level. That's and awesome. it was just like, you know, so playing Sonic 2 brought back memories of that, of sitting there and just being an eight-year-old and being frustrated that my, and I'll say this, we're young, it was a different time, having frustrated, probably misogynistic and sexist thoughts of going, <laughs> why is my girl sister better than me at this, you know, at that age? Um, and then finding out that that's why she only plays those two games, because she doesn't want me to know that I'm better than her at something. You know, sibling stuff. <laughs> um yep. But yeah, so I recommend anybody, if you can find a way to either play it two-player in the totally legal way, um, or if you have the old console with the win, find somebody to play it, couch, and play the, the, the versus mode. It's really good um, and really fun time. It's it's probably what I played the most um, with it. Um, music's great, as usual. Mm -hmm. The underwater stuff is as anxiety-inducing <laughs> as ever um, when you're trying to find the bubble. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, yeah, highly recommend it. And I think that's the reason Sonic Mania takes a lot of levels from two. Um, so I think that's why I enjoy that game. Um, probably the most of any recent Sonic endeavor. Yep. I totally agree. Jen, how about you? So I want to start by saying that I am not, I've never been a fan of Sonic games. I've never been good at them. Um, it was never my thing. But I can say out of all of the Sonic games we've played so far, this was definitely my favorite by far. Um, <clears throat> I Again, to reiterate, I am not good at Sonic at all. The whole <laughs> you got to go fast thing while we're going to throw everything at you that you shouldn't be going fast through. Really, I can't. I just can't do it. Um, so I played through the first level. I got to the second level and then I just gave up after a while, <laughs> uh, which I don't like to admit. I'm usually like, I will finish this. Um, well, yeah, it's, con it's just... considering you've you've beaten the hardest game we've ever played on this podcast, <laughs> which was the first one. I can't yeah. believe that you're giving up so easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's honestly just I'm not, I'm not interested in the game for whatever reason. Um, but I mean, like you guys or Mark had already said, you know, the music in it is really good. Um, I well, from watching you play Retro Roulette, the water level is ridiculous, though. Like, I am yeah. always a fan of water levels. But having to find a bubble and then with that music, that music was oh, like, yeah. die, you're going to die, you're going to die, you're going to die. <laughs> like, that is just evil. The stuff of nightmares. <laughs> yeah, it is the stuff of nightmares. But from playing other Sonic games and being super frustrated with them, this game was actually like, oh, okay, I don't hate this because it's terrible. I just don't like it because it's a Sonic game and I just don't like it. But I, I would definitely play it again. Like you were saying, the versus mode or the team mode is worth it. I would give it a shot, you know, playing with somebody else. I'm sure I would have more fun if somebody was playing with me. Um, so I didn't hate it. I just I wanted to put that out there that I didn't enjoy it 100 percent because I just don't like Sonic games. But I was still impressed with how much I didn't hate it. <laughs> it's the weirdest <laughs> review I've ever given. I just don't want to rip it apart because it doesn't deserve to be ripped apart. You know, it's it's a game. Yeah, yeah, it's and a uh, it's a video game. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the versus mode thing is probably very early platformer split screen, which is fun um, because there was no internet gaming back then, youngins. <laughs> um, so no internet. that's always the fun there part. There was also no internet. <laughs> well, 
Uh, we don't need to get technical, but there was no usable <laughs> internet for it, people. So technically, it was around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So if anybody tuned in the stream, you got to see me be the best at at video gaming I've ever been. I think playing Sonic Two. Because I'm USA. I, yeah, I'd that, say, was, yeah. that was also impressive, Tom. <laughs> uh, I well, generally I don't get past the um the second stage. The uh called. With the water situation, I usually die immediately in that the what the hell is it? It's a what I'll which zone up. is it? I'll look it yeah. up. I can't remember the name of the zone, but it, I usually the second zone I'm I'm usually out because I will fall down in the wrong place and I'll be stuck in water and I can't get out and I can't figure it out. But for whatever reason last Monday I was able to figure not only figure it out, but get the furthest in the game I've ever been. I was probably two two stages away from finishing it and we went through and we got to look at the last stage because we we like to do that on retro that just so people can see you know the end of the game and it you know we we like to see it too because some of us have never seen the end of these games so uh i like that sonic has those level select things that you can do um but i really enjoyed it uh i feel like you can actually go fast in this game Unlike Sonic 1, I feel like Sonic 1, you get, there's a lot more precise platforming that slows you way down. And I feel like that's not as much the case in Sonic 2, um, while also keeping the good the good music and the, the beautiful backgrounds um, and interesting and interesting ways to go through the level. Uh, I like that they added like the zip lines and stuff in the later levels and a little more puzzle stuff, too, which was which was nice to see. But. Uh, overall, I I had a really good time with it, uh, and I thought I w- I guess because my uh, the th- my thought was that it was going to be terrible, so it ended up being not so bad, so mm-hmm. it evened itself out. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, if if you are going to play Sonic game and it's not uh, Sonic Mania on the Switch, I'd say Sonic Two should be the first one you try. That's just my personal preference. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, Aquatic Ruin. That's it. So, that's the oh. one. That's where I always die. Yeah, you made it all the way through Hidden Palace. Um, we sort of we sort of technically cheated there because you did kill the boss, but then died yeah. after the boss died. Well, that's but not bullshit. Is what that, that is. A win when you did the select. Yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah. So you that's technically a, some, died in the in the boss battle for Oil Ocean. That's some Castlevania the, bullshit, is what that is. Level. And I will argue with you that. Of the games we played, Castlevania 2 is harder than Bionic Commando. Really? So. Uh, I don't know. I guess, yeah, maybe. I don't. It don't could. Know. It could be, but we all hated. Did you Castlevania did 2? You, so. <laughs> did you look at the link of the map to Castlevania 2? Yeah, that I, I know you? that's pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that alone is is a pretty good case, Mark. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Yeah, well, about that, right? <laughs> Yeah, if yeah. you've been following along for this long, I'm um, looking at you, Kurt. You could tell us what you think the hardest game was. Yeah. Um. All right, let's give it some scores. Uh, Jen, what do you think? I'm giving it a three out of five. Okay. And probably one whole point of that is just me not liking Sonic, so I apologize. <laughs> that's that's yeah. fair. That's why we do this. Yeah, uh, so, Mark? Yeah, so I go four out of five just because... Uh, Sonic 2 is the best Sonic game. I am a Sonic fan as bad as I am at it. I told the story that I bought it with my Dreamcast on $9999, <laughs> Sonic Adventure, um, and returned it immediately because that game is horseshit. 
uh, <laughs> as we found out yep. on stream, sure um, and traded in for NFL 2K, which might be the best decision of my life um, yep. uh, in terms of video games. But yeah, I was a Sonic fan. You know, I read the comics and watched the cartoon and learned to enjoy chili dogs as a child. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Sonic 2, if you're going to if you're going to start with one, I would start with two. I know that sentence sounded weird. I coming out. <laughs> you're, going to, um, you're going to start with a Sonic, start with two. I agree. Yes, exactly. That's what I meant. Um, just because it's it's it, it's when they got the it's when they finally understood the controls and the where spin dash. To, just the spin dashes alone. Down, yeah, where they where they figured out when they do slow you down, give you a good reason and a puzzle to slow you down. Like that marble zone is bullshit in the first Sonic game. You go through Green Hill Zone and you're just going fast and jumping in loops and oh this is awesome. Then you get there and it's these slow moving platforms that you have to wait for to get by and they like block your way like a blockade. Yeah. You know, at least in this one they figured out how to you know, they added the gondolas and the zip lines and stuff that sort of when they did want you to slow down or, or do a puzzle, it was at least fun um for it. So that's why I give it a four out of five. Music versus mode, which Everybody can correct me if I'm wrong, because I probably am. But I think it might be the first, like, multiplayer for a platform um, in terms While of split both, screen. Both on the both same player, screen at the same time. Yeah, for, you know, split screen platform or multiplayer. Because mm. uh, Sonic 3, as uh, Sonic 3, Jesus Christ. Um, Mario 3 um, obviously had two player. Um, so did Mario 1. But, um, you know, the split screen part is is... is you know what I found, and I have more fond memories of playing that with my friends than than playing the actual game. So four out of five, just for all the innovation and great music. Uh, I'm going to I'm I'm going to split the difference, go three and a half, because there's still things that I would want to fix. Like there's things that were still wrong with Sonic Two, um, but it was by far the best Sonic experience I've had, um, other than Sonic Mania, which again I can't. Sonic Mania is kind of my benchmark, and I think Sonic Mania is like a four, four and a half. So yeah. I don't want to go, I don't want to go that high. So I think, I think a three and a half is probably. I'm going to get hate for that probably for calling Sonic Two, which is everybody's favorite, three and a half. But how dare you give it a seven out of ten, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you not give Sonic Two a ten? Yeah, uh, that's that's just that's what that's uh, my opinion. That's what I'm going with. Okay, let us spin the wheel. Okay. Uh, I hope you guys are. Oh, I hope you guys are ready for an RPG. Yes. <laughs> We're playing Legend of Dragoon for PlayStation oh, One. Oh, nice. This is one of the games I've actually beaten on this list. But any reason to pull it up again and play it, I'm down for that. Yeah, I'll give it a run. Um, just so you guys are aware, this game is super long, and you're going to want a guide. I thought I, you were going to say you're going to want to die. <laughs> no, no, no. No, uh, it's it's a fun game. You have to the the battle system takes a lot of getting used to. It, well, Jen, you're gonna love the battle system. What am I talking about? It's like a rhythm game. So I think you're really gonna enjoy the battle system. It's different. I've never played another RPG like it. Uh, the story you will have seen numerous times because it's standard RPG fare. But um, 
you start out fighting some weak enemies and all of a sudden you're killing God at the end. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> um, so yeah, the story, this, the story is a little wonky, but I think, uh, I think you guys will enjoy it. Uh, I beat this game. This was one of the games I was playing in the beginning of this podcast. One of the reasons we kind of did this podcast so I could talk about legend of dragoon, but now that's, that's over a year ago at this point or more. I don't even know. I feel like we've been doing this forever. Yes, as long as this game isn't a part of a trilogy where you end up sending people to a new creation and make a new Eden and you are God, <laughs> then uh, we're good. Wow. Don't worry, Mark. You, that is definitely not the case here. Um, it, I mean, there's some weird stuff that goes on at the end, but I don't know that we'll get there. Okay. So, but uh, pull up, pull up a guide after, after like the first town, first or second town. I'd say pull up your guide. Because there's missable stuff, which is the most annoying thing about yeah. uh, JRPGs from that era, is there's important stuff that you can totally miss and never be able to go back and get it, which I learned way too late as I was playing through it. Um, but yeah, Legend of Dragoon, PS1. Join us tonight. I'll be playing. Um, I don't know, because uh, I, I own this on like numerous consoles, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to play it. I'll probably just play on original hardware, because that's what I do. Um, uh, let's see what else we got to talk about. Uh, Mark, you want to plug all of our stuff? Yeah. yeah so, uh, Stranger Damies is back. Um, Ooh. this past Wednesday, I uh, did the world building episode, which is I, I created a whole new world. Um, and you can keep. I will pause as you sing it in your head. <laughs> I did it too. <laughs> I just sang. Okay, it. <laughs> we'll go on. Um, you know, I'm no longer uh tied to. You know, Xandrian and Critical Role and the beautiful world that Matt Mercer wrote, um, which helped me out to learn how to do what I'm doing here. You know, taking it as advice to sort of have like outlines for the macro, but, you know, focus most of your time on the micro in terms of one town at a time, one area at a time, which has helped me out a lot setting this up. And serendipitously, um, you guys always end up picking or at least three of you you know, always end up like picking something that's like, oh, yeah, that's exactly where I wanted to start. And all your stuff makes sense to start there. Hmm. Awesome. I don't have to shoehorn this in. Um, you somehow did it without Jen even and, knowing it. Somehow uh-huh. Jen and my character are linked always by, yep. for, by some, for some reason. Yeah. 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 I wonder. I wonder why. But um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. So you can go to Twitter and Instagram at Stranger Damies. I'm sure the now that we're doing. You know, we're going to be streaming it on the Game Vault channel. I'm sure, you know, you'll start seeing some of the artwork um, as the uh, as we get started and through the first um, couple episodes, um, you know, because plenty of time. March 3rd is going to be the first uh, episode airing on the podcast side. Uh, the stream should be the 20th or 21st of February. If you want to just watch it live and raw and uncut. <laughs> um uh, but throughout the month of February, we're going to be doing character introductions. Um, since there's only four weeks and five players, um, the final one will be again, Jen and Tom combined, um, you know, doing it, doing that, um, you know, uh, backstory stuff together. Um, just for the sheer fact that, you know, uh, Dan and Ann can talk forever. Um, so <laughs> putting them together would have been an hour and a half character <laughs> introduction podcast. Yep. Um, and I just want to have a one-on-one conversation with Jonathan about his character, because it is the one that as a DM, 
I am the most excited about because I have no idea where he's going to take it in this. <laughs> and he could do just about anything. And he has the most experience in playing tabletop games out of us. So I just want to see where he goes with it. And that's why I wanted to have a one-on-one with him. Um, so that's not because your characters are linked that you're going last, but you're the only pair that I could put together that um, wouldn't either extend the podcast or just overshadow one of the characters. Um, so once that's done, March 3rd will be the first episode. I'm going to probably have a discussion with the team just in terms of how we'll roll out the podcast. Cause I have some ideas for if I want to do a little more production value for it, um, maybe going every other week and having a filler thing in the middle um, between the weeks since we'll be streaming and people will prob- probably could sit there and watch the whole thing at once yeah. and not even worry about it. We need to give people another reason to go to the podcast channel. Um, so I'll talk to you guys about that. But um, mm-hmm. just know that through February, it'll be weekly. Um, but we hope you join us on the live stream. Jen's putting a lot of hard work into the overlays and stuff like that. So um, we're hoping the video feature will do good. And uh, I plugged it earlier, but they call this a movie. Our movie podcast airs every Thursday um, at The Main Damey, um, Instagram and Twitter. TheMainDamey.com is where you can get all of your po- all of our podcasts um, there. If you'd like to listen to a browser um, rather than a podcast app or something like that, we if you can still subscribe to the podcast on Apple you know, iTunes and Google Play for all of our podcasts. But we do conveniently put it all in the mainDamy.com. Um just help you out along with any writing we do as well. Um and then yeah, that's about it. We have some pretty interesting movies coming up, um, including the one that did just uh uh dropped on Thursday, um, which I'm shocked it took us a while to get to this person's movies. Um you know, so be sure to check that out. I'll, I'll let you just discover that on your own. <laughs> awesome. So stream, Jen. Yeah. Yes. So as you're hopefully listening to this podcast, it is Monday. And as Tom mentioned, uh, we are going to be doing Retro Roulette later. Usually it's around 9 p.m. Um, just to remind you, Tom usually plays through the game and then Mark's on audio chat with him. Um, I'm usually modding the chat. So come and say hello, please. Uh, we would love to have you there and hear your opinions on our Retro Roulette game. Um, and then Tuesday is usually our day off. Um, Wednesday is, as of right now, Warzone Wednesday, where the three of us jump on cams and play Call of Duty Warzone. Um, we may be considering switching it up sometime soon, but we'll let you know if that's the case. Uh, Thursday is Trails in the Sky with Mark. So Trails Thursday, he plays through that game and I'm in the chat again. And we come up with some pretty crazy story uh guesses i guess you could say and it's it's getting very interesting i keep saying this but really if you ever wanted to play through this game definitely pop in and, and check it out it's it's hilarious it's horny what more could you ask for in yeah. a game you know <laughs> um and then fridays and saturdays alternate so um we usually record our podcasts every other friday so if that's the case we'll be streaming on saturday for dead by daylight um so it's either saturday scream stream or friday fright fest where mark and i play dead by daylight and then Sunday has been Slasher Sunday, where we jump back on Dead, Dead by Daylight as well. Um, just check us out on Twitter if you ever want to know when we're streaming or what we're streaming, because we do make changes um, for whatever reasons. So that's the best place to find us. You would just want to search at, almost at Stranger Damies again. I did that once before. <laughs> at GameVolPod <laughs> on Twitter. And you can find us on Twitch with that, um, Instagram and Facebook as well. We try to make it easy for you guys. Yep. Gotta love branding. Again, yep. hashtag branding. 
All right. Well, uh, this has been a lot of fun. I wanted, before we get out of here, I wanted to also mention, Jen said it before, but we are an affiliate of Stone Age Gamer. And uh, you need, you would, should probably check out their stuff. Like, like she said, every last Friday of the month, they have a blowout. It's 10% off of whatever they choose that, that week. Um, But if you want to go and, and shop, not on those days, Feel free to use our affiliate link in the description every time you use it and you buy something. It gives us a little kickback and it allows us to make this podcast and our streams better in the future. Uh, And it would be greatly appreciated. I again want to mention that we have upcoming stuff on our YouTube channel, tinyurl.com slash the game vault. It's coming, folks. I promise. I'm going to I I keep building it up and everybody's like, wow, that was really bad. (laughs) But all of our Twitch VODs end up there as well. So if you miss a stream and you want to go watch it, that's where they live. And I think that's going to do it for this week. Oh, uh, I want to see everybody on the stream tonight watching The Legend of Draco. And for Mark and Jenny, I'm Tom, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. <laughs>